I don't think we're going to have much of a live stream tonight. We're going to just see. <laughs> I guess we'll just be doing just the podcast this time. Anyway, let's start. Here we go. Yeesh. Ugh. Man, what a disaster. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Sandwich Corner, a subset of, of a, a subsidiary, a companion Pete, a companion stream to the Sandwich Show. Nice to have you all here. Um, my name is Dave Medina. You know me as Dave. He's eating a sandwich on uh, various platforms. And, uh, and this is our special little uh, between sandwich show, between Twitch shows outlet, where we get to chat about all sorts of things under the sun. Tonight, we're going to be talking about, we talk about sports. And we had a, just an amazing, um, amazing college football playoff over the week, um, over the uh, holiday. And the NFL was just as chaotic in the um, over the weekend. So really, a lot to discuss tonight. We're going to talk about the potential playoff scenarios in the NFL as well, along with a preview of the college football championship, the uh, CFP title game between the Michigan Wolverines and the and the Washington Huskies. How about that? A traditional Big Ten Pac-12 matchup from the Rose Bowl, but it's going to be deciding the title game in Houston. And what's more, no SEC team, which has got to be the first time we've had no SEC team in a championship game, maybe since this format started. And it's funny that this is going to happen right as the format will end and expand to 12 teams um, as we get going. So good to have you all here. Um, I don't think the live stream is going to look good at all today, tonight. So it's going out, but it's not going to be much of a stream. So we're going to read. What I'm doing is I'm up and recording if you're watching this on YouTube now, like what you probably are seeing is a recording of the podcast that we're going to go upload to YouTube after the show's done because it's not streaming at all. It's just giving me nothing. I think it's a specific problem with the YouTube YouTube streaming system, so I'm not going to worry about it. My internet, I've checked all the internet stuff. Internet's fine. Like, it's nothing wrong with the internet. Internet's good. So let's welcome our friend to the program. Good to have John back. Welcome in, John. How's it going tonight? Hey, Dave. Happy New Year. Hope everything is going well. Um, hope you had a good holiday. Hope everyone out there had a good holiday season. And yeah, we're here to talk about some bowl games, some NFL, whatever you'd like. It's a um, pretty good time of the year for sports. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you very much. And uh, happy New Year to you, too. I mean, pretty good time for the Packers, though. Let's let's I mean, too. I mean, what a great win that was. Oh, yeah, that was a good way to ring in the new year. Like, I was very, very scared that um, their defensive ineptitude would continue and, like, whatever quarterback the Vikings put out there would just completely just shred their defense like like had they had been. I mean, they made Tommy DeVito the player of the week, and now, like, he's eyed out. He's never going to play in the NFL again. I bet. <laughs> he's, he's just been awful since. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Jared Hall was just – horrible for the vikings i mean I, i'll give green bay credit they got some good pressure on him and that kind of uh you know set the tone for the game um jordan love played great and yeah they're they're looking pretty good um i'm just they're just very inconsistent so i'm, I'm worried about that kind of factor heading to this next game against the bears which is now for a playoff spot incredibly um they're in the exact same position as they were last year they were home against the lions and they they choked and they didn't make it. And now here they are a year later 
home against a division opponent win gets them in the playoffs. So um, we'll see if they can take advantage. It'd be, it'd be, it would be nice for a change to make the playoffs with literally zero expectations as opposed to um, those few years under Rodgers where they were the one seed every time and then just, you know, flamed out. So, um, you know, it, it'd be a different experience. But I'm hoping they can get the win and, you know, just it just, you know, it's all uh, house money at that point. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know what, and the the Packers facing the Bears, I mean, you can't ask for a better spot. Like, Bears come off a win, too. Like, that's that's a great spot for the Packers. Yeah, they've been playing, the Bears have been playing well. Uh, two home wins in a row. So, yeah, we're catching them off a good spot. I saw Justin Fields is talking trash uh, today. So, I don't know how that's going to work out. Um, I will say their defense has been much improved lately. That trade with the Reds, uh, Redskins, the Commanders, to get um, Montez Sweat really improve their defense. So we'll see. It, it'll be a competitive game. The spread's only like three and a half, I think. So yep. um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight game, and I'm hoping the Packers can can come out on top. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it that's gonna be one of a lot of really great games. I mean, on the NFL schedule coming up, and actually. We could just start that. I mean, even, yeah, sure. Because there are so many scenarios we have yet to decide. Most of them are in the NFC, but you got a few in the AFC too. And basically, as we bring up our, our the handy dandy playoff machine, I'm so excited to do this. <laughs> on, this is the first time I've ever actually done this on on the screen. But yeah, there it is. Everybody knows it has not. It hasn't changed in 15 years. Like I remember, I might have even been in college when I first used it. So it may have been around even longer than that. So, oh yeah, no, it has not changed. Like I remember using it like in high school, trying to figure out different <laughs> permutations and whatnot. Yeah, it has not changed. So yeah, um, but it is really ra- rather phenomenal to see um, these matchups here. Now you can see that I don't know for the, I used win percentage as the um, the qualifier, but that's just to make it easier to change things around. Um, the first game out of the, there are two games on Saturday. They're going to be your usual Sunday games. And then they're divided into two, you know, your, your early slate and your late slate. And then the low hanging fruit selection for Sunday night football, of course, after the dolphins and bills did, or after the bills did their thing, the dolphins lost to Baltimore embarrassingly. I'm still annoyed, but you know, there you go. You got the dolphins with a chance to win their division against the bills. Bills really on a roll now. I mean, they look really great. Um, yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting schedule. Um, yeah, it, the crazy part of that Bills game is depending on the other results, you could have a scenario where they're playing to either win the division and like get the two seed, or they're completely out of the playoffs altogether if they mm-hmm. lose, which is incredible. Um, so I know the the winner of the Texans and Colts game is in for sure, and then I believe. If Pittsburgh wins and if Jacksonville wins, that means Buffalo is playing like for their lives, basically. Yeah, one and basically a playoff game. I think game. that's the scenario. Yeah, let's put the now. Who are you taking the Houston Colts game? This is an interesting question. Like that, that's like a complete coin flip game. Yeah. I mean, I would lean Houston just because they have a better quarterback, obviously Stroud over Minshew. But the Colts have been just against all odds winning these games at home especially they just seem to find a way to, to pull it out um i feel like a lot of quote sharp money is going to be at houston but i don't right. know if that's if that's where you want to go with this one I, I don't know i'd like to see houston more so in the playoffs just to watch cj stroud like another game um but i would not be surprised at all if houston won that so whatever you want to pick dave you can 
you can you can go well, with it. <laughs> well, we can look at the scenarios in either in either situation. You can see if you do mm-hmm. pick Houston, they get the six seed. The, the Steelers get yep. the seven seed, um, which is because and this is assuming well, you, if they win. This right, game. you haven't you went right, you haven't and you haven't selected the other games yet too. So that'll change. That'll change everything. I Correct. Believe. Um. Yeah. Like to give you an example, like I, I think. I think well, Cleveland's Cleveland's in. They I think they clinched their playoffs. Yeah, that game means nothing. Yeah, Yeah. Flacco's not playing. No one's playing. That game means nothing. Cleveland's locked in to that. uh, Yeah, was this the six seed, five seed? I think we have the five Five. seed here. Yeah, yeah. Looks like they got the yeah exactly. And because the Chiefs were able to somehow gut it out with like six field goals in the second half, they they could they. That takes Cincinnati out of the mix too. So um, a lot of good things were breaking, and for certain teams, the Rams had another nice win against the Giants, yep. um, and they got a great break when when the Steelers went out and beat Seattle on the road. So the, yeah, that helped the Packers too. That's what made it like winning in for Green Bay once yeah. Seattle lost. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a big loss for a lot of teams with, yeah. with the Seahawks going down. I want to talk about big losses like Detroit's loss. First of all. I love, it's been talked about a lot. What an atrocious mismanagement by the officials! Like I, I've been waiting all day to talk about this. Like this, this is that's a disaster. You can't, you can't for you can't over you can't miss something like that. The guy right. literally went up to, 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 to report to the game, like ridiculous. It's another like literally the hundreds of millions of dollars on the line between gambling and everything else, and like you have. These incompetent assholes like Brad Allen officiating the game. Like, oh. what? What are we doing? Like, and you you, see, you can see Campbell screaming on the sidelines. Like, I told you, I told you, I told you. Like, he, I don't blame him for being pissed off. They, not to say like you. I I forget how much time was left when they got the two point conversion. Like, was it? It was like under a minute. Was, yeah, it was like under a minute. I can look it up. Okay, I mean, so was was there still time for Dallas to like get a field goal in that situation? I, I, honestly, I don't remember the exact uh, time. Let's go look. I can look at. Hold on a sec. I can figure. Yeah, this look out. at like the box score. Yep. I mean, clearly, you know, it decided like that's. It's kind of trying to decide between like yeah, it definitely decided the game versus like okay, it was a bad call, but Dallas still would have had some time left. I had to feel that it decided the game because it just yeah. it was tough, that's a tough it was a tough spot. Like oh no, I, it. it and it was so late too. Like they're yeah. all celebrating, and then like, oh, here, here's the flag because he realized once he announced uh, seventy as eligible as the eligible receiver, like they had to put the flag down, even though it was completely wrong. Ugh. But he said out loud, they they had to throw the flag. Um, just a complete, just disgrace. And like I think they're they're still getting a playoff game that that crew. Like, yeah. I mean, can't wait for that disaster again. <laughs> better hope the Packers don't get that game. That's gonna be rough. Oh. God, I did not want Brad Allen. <laughs> and then um, there's another there's another guy that's just awful. Yeah. Uh, Hockley's son is is bad. Yeah. He throws a flag like every play. And then I think it's um, Sean Smith too. He's he's those three. Like I do uh, not like those. Right okay, at so all. I have the information. So the touchdown was with a, a minute eighteen to go in the game. So that okay, so was... there would have been time. Mm-hmm. There would have been some time for Dallas. But still, but still no, doesn't ex- doesn't excuse, you know what happened. I mean, just no one of your all time buffoon moments by by the officials. That's really saying something in a league that has had to fail I'm Mary right. and <laughs> oh my gosh, and uh, 
was another one that happened more recently that was really just a disaster. But oh, the 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 oh, what is just, the cash? There's so many. You just you can count them on your on your. It's just go right down the list. Hopeless of, of bad calls. <laughs> I just you just can't have that. It's too late in the season. These games mean too much. You're like, gosh, yeah, do exactly. Better. Yeah, that that just knocked Detroit probably out of the two seed. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think that's maybe that's a good role for Detroit to be a little bit of an underdog. Um, although I'm looking at this playoff machine, it says that if things ro- roll the way they roll, you're going to be looking at the Packers against the, ooh, that's a tough spot. But remember they, the Packers actually stopped them on uh, Thanksgiving day. So they did. But if, if I had to choose any of those potential opponents, um, for the first round, obviously that I would like to play the bucks again, but you know, that the Packers can't get to the five seed. Um, I want to play the Eagles because they just look miserable at yeah. the moment. Mm. Um, but I don't think there's any way it could be like the six three matchup. So I think it's gonna be either Detroit or Dallas. And I'd probably rather play Dallas, I hate to say it. Um just because of like the McCarthy angle, like going yeah. up against yeah. his former team. And I just I don't know. I, I just think the, the Packers have always performed well in Dallas. I don't think I'd want to play the Lions a third time. It's you know, the, the meme about playing a team the third time tends to work out yeah that that's that's very dicey you're right like we've seen it many times um yeah speaking of philadelphia i mean i don't really want to bring this up because of just how fantastic it was and i don't mean like it was great i mean to say it was just unbelievable this could happen that they would lose outright to arizona especially after having a lead like that i think they had like a why how many how much were they up like 10 um it was it was like 21 to 6 at halftime yeah huge lead it's like, yeah, I mean, I was just nervous. I mean, I took the Cardinals plus 11 and a half. I was just worried that they wouldn't cover. And then they end up coming back to win the game. I mean, that was just um, crazy. I mean, the Eagles defense has, has been really bad, uh, honestly, for a while. And they've been kind of getting away with it. And now their offense is struggling. It's just, it's crazy. Like the, the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year are complete shells of themselves right now. The Chiefs and the Eagles. I know. Um, I will tell you that, though. I mean. I've been saying it to people, and I'm sure a lot of other people were kind of on the same boat, especially like um, some amongst our friends. Like we were kind of expecting the Eagles of, to regress somewhat, um, but it still was a kind of a big meltdown, like even bigger than I anticipated. Like they won one game since they went ten and one. One, that's it. Like yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, they had they had that gauntlet of schedule. I think it was, um, you know, it was like Buffalo that which they somehow won. And then like Dallas, San Francisco, Seattle. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Giants on Christmas wasn't, you know, I mean, once Tyrod Taylor got in there, I mean, he made the game pretty close. So that that brings that brings us to this week. Like, I would not be surprised at all if the Giants won on Sunday against the Eagles. Um, Let's see what happens know, if they do win. Like, would anything happen in the playoff scenario? No. It's no, about the I think same. I know. I think Dallas. Dallas just has to win to get the division, and they're not losing to Washington. Right. I don't. I don't see that nah, anyway. Agree. Agree. I'd be very, very surprised if that happens. Yeah, uh, it is interesting that a lot of the divisional matchups are are, are meaningless. Um, Chargers Chiefs is essentially a nothing game now. Yeah, um, that's a nothing game. Yeah. So who cares? Same thing with the Rams. Pretty much same thing with the Rams and the Niners. It's not like the Rams could really move up that much. Like, yeah, no, no, the Niners can't do anything obviously they're locked into number one now the rams oh, are playing for either number six or number seven right. because the packers beat the rams so they have the tiebreaker on on them 
So the pa- if they lost and the Packers won, the Packers would move up a spot. So it depends on what they want to do. If the Rams really value the number six or seven seed, they'll they'll try to win the game. Otherwise, um, they'll drop a spot. I think it's really interesting that a lot of these teams have already had games against each other. Rams played Detroit, yeah. too, earlier in the season. Detroit did win. It was close, but they, the, the, the Lions won on the road. So, But... John, I think you would agree that if these teams were to meet again, I think the Rams would actually have a real chance here. They're playing much better than they did back then. Or was that the Chargers? That's a lot. That might have been no, the Chargers. No, I think they played the Chargers. Yeah, yeah I don't the think Chargers. they played the Rams. Yeah, I think it's the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I remember that was a crazy game. It was like really high scoring. I think the chart, the Lions won by like a field goal, if, mm-hmm. I, if I recall. Yep. Um, That would be a shootout. That would be a pretty – and imagine the storylines in that game, like Stafford facing his – both quarterbacks facing their former teams that they yeah. got traded to, like pretty remarkable. That's what a yeah, that'd be a crazy game. I think there'd be a lot of points in that game. I yeah. think my initial bet would be over for for that uh, for that game. It's a good call. Um, but yeah, that that would be an interesting matchup. I mean, I, I guess the Lions would be favored probably like four or five points. I mean, the Rams would definitely be enticing. I don't know if they could they would win it, but like it would that would be a really close game. That'd be a great playoff game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think. And, and that's what makes this um, – it's almost like you almost don't want the Packers to move up because look at the matchup you get. We get Dallas, and you I'm sure you would be licking your chops at that. You know? I don't know about licking my chops. Like I said, I think I'd rather play Dallas. Okay, than, okay. That's than, fair. Yeah. Than Detroit. Uh, I mean, it, it may, they may just may end up getting exposed, like, their defense. But like, whatever. Like, I, I'd rather just take the shot at Dallas mm-hmm. and, um, and, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Let's get back to the playoff machine. So – Really, the biggest things are you mentioned the AFCs, the both both South divisions. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, what? so the if so the winner of Houston and Indy get into the playoffs, and the loser is eliminated. But the winner also still has the chance at the division because if Jacksonville loses, then the other team Look will at that. be in. Yes. Yeah. See, it just it just flipped as like you can see on your screen. Wow. Um, but then, if Jacksonville wins, obviously the the, the Houston Indy winner just gets a wild card. Right. Um, now, do we trust Jacksonville to win on the road in Tennessee? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a tough call. I mean, yeah. the Jags have been playing so bad. I know they just beat Carolina, but let's face it: like Carolina is just really not an NFL caliber team um, at this point. Um, I mean, especially if Lawrence is like wounded too, like. Rabel will put like everything into like trying to win this game for for the for Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Th- this is this is a tough one. If I had to pick, I would say the Jags would just like squeak it out and they'll win the division. But I don't feel confident at all in saying that they like win by margin or cover spread. No way. That's an impossible game to pick. I don't even know what the spread is, but you can give me any number. I would have no tough time. Uh, I think it's Jacksonville. I think I saw minus five and a half. I need to double check on that. Maybe I can pull that up too, but regardless, it just it just doesn't seem like a game that I would feel confident in taking either side. If it was ten, I would still wouldn't feel that confident. Oh it. gosh, ten! Like give me Tennessee all day. You think Tennessee um, would yeah, ten? Minus, Interesting. Minus yeah. five and a half for Jacksonville. Yeah, that's actually right. That makes sense. Yeah, it's just that Tennessee does so many stupid things in the Well, but that's I also know. why. Yeah, 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 I see that. Yeah, but it'll be close. Yeah, they looked really bad last week too. But like yeah. I don't know, I think they played better at home. Like I, I think it would be a, a fairly close game. Yeah, definitely. But for our predictions, I think you got to go with Jacksonville probably yeah. winning that. I think it won't be pretty, but I think they'll win. 
Right. And same thing with your Steelers, too. Like, it won't be pretty against the Ravens, but they probably will win that with the Ravens, like, basically their backups. And I know it's a big rivalry, but the Ravens can't be that stupid to try to, like, play all their starters in, in, in this kind of game. Yeah, I thought about that. I've been thinking about that. It would seem logical that they would only play him for part of the game. Like, maybe some right. of, you know, not the whole game. Yeah, Lamar's not even playing. I saw okay. Tyler Huntley starting. They can win that game with Tyler Huntley. Yes, for what it's worth. right. But the key is like is all are all the other offensive starters playing, right? And all right. the defensive starters, you know. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. And as you said, it makes all the sense in the world to rest your starters in that spot. You've clinched everything. Like, there's no reason, yeah. no reason to play anybody. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's see. Um. So then we look at the South, the NFC South. I think it's pretty much the oh, last. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a sheer playoff battle, which because like. Basically, yes. Right, it's like, like if, if the Bucs get if the Bucks beat Carolina, they get it, and then if they lose, the winner of the Saints and Falcons make it. I believe. Let's go see who we would take in this. Um, and by the way, trying to pick between these two teams, oof. <laughs> the Falcons, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Probably. In the I don't know. The, the Saints just look good, but they always have the Bucks number. Like yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's just. Why, why do one of those teams have to be in the playoffs? Like that's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my thing, but whatever. Fair question, fair point. <laughs> they, like, win a, they win a division. Yeah. I don't know. I, go with the Saints because they're at home, I guess. Yeah. And then you you, choo- you chose the Bucks. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they lost to Carolina. Like, that's the kind of shit that happens with this division in, like, you know, the last few right. years. If you change – yeah, choose Carolina, what happens? Wow. Yeah, the Saints go in. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. Now that's a scenario where I might actually take the Carolina Panthers to cover at home. Yeah, yeah, could happen. Yeah. I could see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, picking these games with a spread is going to be hard. Picking these games straight up would be even harder, to be honest with you, because how would you know who's going to win the Buffalo Miami game? Like I don't know. Like I think I think Buffalo. Like you know, Oof, that's tough. Yeah. I mean, everything points to Buffalo, mm-hmm. but like. They've had some moments where they're just like that Chargers game was they're they're skating by in that in that spot. If they feel like they did it at the Chargers, they're gonna lose to the Dolphins. Um yep. the Dolphins have a lot of injury issues, but they, they they are at home. Like I saw they're getting three at home. Like I'd probably be over on Miami with that spread. Like getting a field goal at home. I think so. Because here's the basic thing about well, Tyreek Hill's house went on fire too, so I don't know if that Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that effect would that be, but you know that's that's right. yeah. But but the coaching matchup is clearly in Miami's favor if it's close. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. So. And then you know Buffalo is always prone to making like boneheaded turnovers or. Yep. You know penalties like Allen, like for as good as he is, like he turns the ball over a lot. Yep. You know, in Miami, often embarrassing loss. Like that's a really tough game, but. I would lean with the home dog with the points. Not necessarily that they're going to win. I mean, obviously Buffalo is going to be the more desperate team regardless because Miami's already in the playoffs. Right. Very, very, very much so. Very much so. I'm. I, it's. It is always interesting to see if this is in fact a division battle. Like you win, you win the division. So you can go from second to sixth in a blink like this. And um, yeah, look at that. Yeah, and that in your scenario there, Buffalo's out. Wow. Like I said. We have the right permutations to get them out of there. Ooh. 
Is there? I mean, what other things could happen to make keep Buffalo in despite the Steelers winning? Yeah. So if you, if I think if you choose, um, I think if you choose Tennessee. Okay. I think choose Tennessee. I think Buffalo comes back. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Keep an eyeball on that game then. Yeah. Oh, it'd be a rematch between. Uh, it'd be a rematch. Buffalo oh, Miami again. Oh, we've seen this before. Eagles yeah, Cowboys. Have. That'd be interesting. Yep. I'm all. I'm and I also think if Baltimore wins too, I think. Oh yeah, I think I think uh, you have Buffalo a... will be back in. So choose Jacksonville again. So we'll get Buffalo out. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and yep. then choose um, choose Baltimore. I think I think uh, Buffalo will come back in. Oh, yep, there, there you go. go! Wow, good call. That's a good read on your end. Yeah, this is great. Um, I know the NFL hate would not like that, but. It would be interesting to see, you know, you just saw them the week before. Like, it would be interesting how they would adjust the next week. And, uh, I mean, great matchup. Either yeah, way. those are some those are some good uh, wild card round matchups right there. Yeah. I, I think we have six, like, really good games. Well, Eagles and Saints I could do without. But the rest of them, <laughs> the rest of them are pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the Jags weren't so terrible right now, like, even with, you know, and here's the thing, this, they were playing terribly even when Lawrence was there. So right. with oh, him yeah. out, he's like... clearly not a hundred percent either. Yeah. Like obviously he's, he missed the game, but like he's been injured for a, quite a while. I bet in that game right there, we have Cleveland mm-hmm. at Jacksonville. Yep. That's probably like the most likely matchup. I bet the Browns would be favored in that game. Yeah. That's a good call. I think they would be favored too. Their, their defense has been regarded as very good. Although usually it's good when it's at home, not so much on the road, but still this yeah. is true. It's a good, it's a good setup. Like, I think Flacco's gonna play, which I hate, but the rest of the team's still pretty good. So, and we'll have to oh, see. Oh yeah, they gotta keep Flacco. I'm like, imagine the odds you could have gotten on him being comeback player of the year, <laughs> like when they first signed him, like what a month and a month and a half ago. It was probably like a thousand to one or something. And like you now, he's probably yeah. gonna win it. It's unbelievable. It is. It is. Like I'm. I'm honestly very surprised. I thought he was yeah. completely washed up. And just think, if if the Jets had kept him as their backup, they're probably in the playoffs right now. Interesting. You know, because once Rodgers gets hurt and you go to Flacco instead of Zach Wilson, you know, and the rest of the losers they put in there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's great. Like, this is good. Now, Houston, Kansas City, very different look this year, if that is the matchup. Yes. Very different look. Like, Yeah, Houston would definitely have a chance in that game. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Chiefs... The Chiefs were – if they had lost that Cincinnati game, I mean, the Raiders would still be alive to win the division, I I think. It's it's crazy. It really is. And they just, of- yeah, the Chiefs just have not had a good year whatsoever. But all it takes is you've just got to get in the dance, and, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes <clears> and <throat> see what happens. Well, the one thing with the Chiefs, though, that has been positive all year – in a year that has generally been really bad for them, that defense is as good as I've ever seen. Like, yes, yeah, great defense they have. But yeah, no, it is it is a very good defense. Like, we're probably one of the, the better ones under Andy Reid's tenure. Yep. Um, you know, the only team to score more than like twenty four on them was the Packers. Like, yep. they they looked really great that night. Um, their offense. So just another <clears throat> another uh, you know I can't believe the the job that they've done with um. You know, like love compared to like his first couple games to now, like the the results are are just are just 
tremendous what they've gotten out of the offense with all their injuries and stuff too. But um, we already talked about them. Yep. Uh, you didn't pick the Jets and Patriots game, did you? I mean, um, what, a, was, what a match! What a matchup! <laughs> <laughs> now, is does are there actually playoff implications for this? Like, I can't. No, remember, no uh, right? No. I guess. Uh, <laughs> who? What? This game should be on peak. No, I, mean, I think that's being that game should be on the CW. Like, let's, <laughs> let's get it off off everything. Like, remember, be they, on... you know, I don't know if you saw the yeah. Arizona Bowl uh, with you know that was on the CW. Yeah, Barstool Sports. <laughs> That's what, yeah, me too. That's what we need for this game. We need the Barstool Sports crew on the CW for Jets and Patriots. Like, I cannot think of a worse game than this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, maybe Pluto TV would deserve this. Yeah, game. there you go. That's Full a, Pluto TV. That's probably it, though. Yeah, a rough spot. But you know, I am. Just, it is a bummer that the Raiders Broncos game doesn't mean anything because that for both teams, like you, you know, the Broncos actually could were playoff eligible about a week ago. And they've right. kind of come apart too. That's just a bummer. Like, would have been great to see some juice there. Well, you know what? They would have still been alive if not for the Christmas Eve game where they lost to the Patriots. That's crazy. And, and they were up by. Yeah. I think they were up. Oh, early. I know. That's just and wow. that you know that I think ended the Russell Wilson era mm. in Denver. Just I don't know, Sean Payton's cleaning house. I mean, Wilson. I thought he was better this year than he was last year. But I mean, I guess when you're paying him all that money. You don't, you're not really looking for just an average quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Here's the thing. You know, the funny thing with quarterback decisions, I, I'm i kind of wondering, going to the Vikings, going back to the Vikings for a second, was that a good move? Was that a good move? Because, like, it just seemed like... No. I didn't think it was a good move at all. I, I think you can't brush in a rookie like that with a game that of that importance. I think you take right. your chances. Like, honestly, Mullins. I think if Mullins had started the game, I think it would have gone much differently. Yeah. I'm not saying that they would have won, but Green Bay's defense was right for the picking. And Hall's like, he couldn't even complete a pass. You know, Mullins for, you know, they he, he's kind of like, he was kind of like Brett Favre. You know, he comes from Southern Miss, he throws a lot of turnovers. Like, he throws a lot of, inter, you know, crazy throws too but he you know he gives you the, the bad plays but you know that would the game might have gone a lot differently if he had started so i did i was a, I, when i heard that the vikings were doing that i was for as much as i you know shit on joe barry and, and their their defense um i i was glad when i heard that news much more so than if mullins had been starting yeah yeah i felt bad for him though because like yeah. I feel like he could be a good quarterback over time, but it just it's just not a good spot. No, it was a tough tough way to get your first start. Yep. Well, so we have our we have this set up and it's it will be it will be a fun weekend. I it maybe not as much juice as there could have been, but still a lot of scenarios that can still decide. And we know as we know, just like with bowls, like it doesn't always go to it does not go according to plan most of the time. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. does not. <laughs> well, so that's uh, that's the NFL for you. Let's um, segue over to college. Boy, this has been one of the best bowl seasons I've ever seen. I I think that's just what I'll say off the top. Like everything from like the beginning, you know, that first weekend around the seventeenth, leading up to the playoff we just had. I think this is the first time I remember the both playoff games being that close, and it was a really great playoff. Like I I got to give a lot of credit to all four teams. Uh, for playing well, well, to an extent. Here's the thing. I feel like a fool right now because I took Bama in that game. I took... The thing about it is I thought Bama was going to be like the underdog and like the rare moment where Bama was an underdog, but 
some of these things that they've been struggling with all year, the snaps, the bad the turnovers, the sacks, this shit just didn't go away. And I was like, you know what? I like it was kind of like you kind of it kind of hit it kind of clicked once you started watching the game. The better team won. I'm gonna tell you, Michigan oh, yeah. was clearly the better team, and I gotta give them a lot of credit. But I'll give it to you first for your thoughts on the playoff, and then we can set, we can circle back to the other Bulls afterward. Well, yeah, just for the Alabama Michigan game, Michigan was clearly the better team, and like it wasn't showing for three and a half quarters on the scoreboard anyway. Um, you know, they were dominating on the line of scrimmage, like you said. They Milrow could not get any kind of uh, protection in the first half to, to get any kinds of, of passing off. They were they were on him as soon as the ball was snapped, essentially. Um, Bama finally figured out, like, you know, we're going to have to run the ball a little bit here. And they eventually got that going in the second half. They were lucky it, was a, it wasn't a huge blowout at halftime. It was just because of Michigan's mistakes that it, it was close. And then Bama finally got their legs under them in the third quarter. Um, before finally, uh, what a drive by J.J. McCarthy in Michigan when they needed it late in the game, down 20 to 13. I mean, that's just a classic, classic drive. Um, but yeah, they they could they could run on Bama. Um, you know, McCarthy made plays with his, his legs, which was definitely a factor. You knew he was hurt um, towards the end of the season, why his stats were so poor and why they were really leaning on the run game, but. Um, you know, it was just a really impressive performance by the Michigan uh, offensive and defensive lines. That's really won them the game. Um, and then they get the the kind of lucky break on the guy who muffs the punt and gets it as one yard line. Oh, my goodness. Like, I thought for sure that he was going to fumble the ball on that hit and that Bam was just going to scoop it up right, you know, in, yeah. the, in the end zone for a touchdown. Um, but, yeah. yeah, that was – that, that was a crazy moment. And then, you know, they get it into overtime and, and they score um, just, you know, almost immediately. And they, they hang on for the, you know, the goal line stand. And, like, everyone kind of knew, like, that was the play that was coming. Like, I thought Bama could have been a little more creative on that. Yeah, like, they, just, yeah. they, they just ran Milrow right up the middle. Like, you could kind of see that's what was going to happen. <laughs> the, the formation was spread wide, and, like, he's oh, taking man. it in a shot. Like what's going to happen here? He's probably not going to throw like a slant or a or a um you know a fade route. He's just going to kind of take it and run. This would have been a good time for like the little um you see it sometimes the 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 quarterback whoever gets the ball and they kind of go like half a yard or something like faking a run and then like they pop it over the um, defensive line to like a tight end or something like that that would have worked to perfection. But um obviously they they went with the kind of safe play and it didn't work out but um yeah that was just a fantastic game yeah absolutely i mean you have to give bama credit in one regard working around all these deficiencies i mean it was clear they're trying to hide miller the whole game like um i gotta give you a lot of credit for like sniffing that out like you you had the feel of you know code nick's coaching magic nick saban's coaching magic and only working to a point um, when you made the pick, like not only just like for, I'm assuming you took it with the spread, the points too, but, um, yeah. when you made the pick both in the main bull mania and for, for the, for the, for your, for the spread, what were your confidence level in Michigan coming through? Well, my, my bull mania pick was 19. So it was mm -hmm. kind of like in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't a hundred percent confident, but it just, 
everyone was talking about, oh, yeah, Bama's an underdog. Bama's going to, you know, they won the SEC. They beat Georgia. They're going to win this easily. Like, okay, but then why are they why are they uh, an underdog in this game? Like, the spread was one and a half, and then by game time, it was almost three. Like, all the money was coming in on Michigan for a reason. And I just kept going back to that Auburn game where they needed a fourth and 30 miracle play to win. Um, and, you know, not, not only that, just that game. I mean, they had other games throughout the year where they just really struggled. Like, they're not the same. Like, I know they finished with a, a, a great record and they had some great wins, but they're just not the same Al- dominant Alabama team of the past. And I just thought Michigan had the right um, personnel to, to take advantage of, of all that. Um, you know, uh, and I just, that's kind of what I stuck with. And I thought it was Michigan's, Michigan's time. And like I said, I wasn't entirely confident. I was more confident about the second game. Um, if you looked at my bowl mania, I had like Washington 37. Um, so I was more confident about that, that pick, but I, I just felt Michigan could, could squeak one out and Alabama was a little bit, um, they they weren't quite as good as the 12 and one record or, or whatever yeah. it was. They could have taken two losses. It was a great call. Also a great call in Washington, and I I too was really confident in Washington. I I yeah yeah, they look great. They, honestly, yeah, they that dominated. was a great game. Yeah, oh absolutely, they absolutely. really did. And it was yeah. just the way that almost ended. Like I was like about ready to lose my mind if Texas had scored at the end of the game and won. I mean, the sequence of plays for that to even be a possibility where it's like when did the when's the last time you saw that? Like it's a one in a million thing where you're trying to run out the clock and your running back gets injured. So rather than the clock running 30 seconds, you have to use a time, like if the clock stops and you have to use a timeout that hurts you on offense. Like mm-hmm. when's the last time you've seen anything like that? It's- so instead of punting with 15 seconds left, you punt with like 45, Ooh. pack on the penalty on the, on the fair catch interference. So Texas is already at the 35 yard line. <laughs> <laughs> One long pass later, and they're down to like the twenty, and just yeah. like, oh my god, here we go. That would have been just the worst beat of the season on yes. so many levels. Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, I, I almost expected it to happen, and then, <laughs> you know, finally, Washington. You know, Washington. They played some great defense there in the red zone. Yeah, um, knocked down the the pass at the end. But you cannot say enough about uh, Michael Penix and their those receivers, like. His accuracy on those deep balls, it's just like, yeah. um, it's unbelievable. Absolutely. It's very impressive throws. Like, you had people, like, right on the sideline, like, making catches. Like, yep. It's, it's a great, it's a great offense. Like, um, I feel, I, now, what do you think of the scenario with the with the running back, though? Like, he got hurt right at the end. Really sucks, because, yeah. like, he yeah. was, he's a big part of it, too. He, I mean, I can't speak for it, but I mean, I don't think he's going to play. I don't know. We'll see. Like, it's like the national championship. So if he can give you anything, he'll give you something, you know, maybe yeah. not the whole game. Um, But really, their, 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 their offense goes how Penix and those receivers go. Yeah. And DeBoer is a great coach. Like, that's an advantage they have, too. Absolutely. Um, he, He's he's better than Sarkeesian. Now, is he better than Harbaugh? I don't know. And that remains to be seen. Um, but yeah, he, he's just a winner, that guy. And like, they win all the close games for a reason. Like you always talk about like close game variants and whatnot, like regressing. Yep. Well, good coaches win close games versus bad coaches lose close games. Yep. And it's just another example of the bore and how good of a coach he is with, with this game and, and how they've, um, you know, put together this offense and how, you know, it's just 
really, really impressive to watch. 100%. I mean, <clears throat> it was just one of those moments that kind of felt like you were on it the whole time. And I was on it the whole time. And I'm sure, I don't know if Andy picked him. That'd be interesting. Did you catch it? No, he did, he did pick Washington. Okay, yep, okay, he was okay. on Washington. Okay, okay. Yep. Even Andy has to pick Washington here. Like, I mean, it's it's a great spot. They're getting points. Like, you know, just a great offense. So, I love that for us. Like, that's really great. Like, we that was a great that was a great night then. Like, it's, the over too, obviously, right? Like, you had to pick the over. Oh yeah, you had to pick the over. It's interesting because all kinds of money came in on the under, and I was just like, um, okay, interesting. <laughs> like, I didn't didn't really see it, but sure, give us a better number. Like, yeah. all right, we'll we'll bet, we'll bet this over. So even if Texas did score there at the end, we would have covered, but it would have felt like a hollow win at that point. Like yeah. losing the like the outright win for, for Washington. And then plus all the bull mania scenarios, like that pretty much locked up the fact that um there's like only there's five of us with, with still a chance to get into the top three. So it's gonna be a very, very interesting situation. Oh yes. The, the I'm very game. excited about it. I mean, I like yeah. you said, I, I have an outside chance. It just depends on who the third place and I forgot who our which friend which of our friends is in third place, but yeah. It's gonna depend on who third and fourth place pick for that game. Very right. fascinating. You would think that they would right. pick Michigan, but I don't know. We don't know that. You don't know. Like it's yeah. really a toss up game. It's not one of those snares like you remember a couple of years ago it was, you know, the Joe Burrow LSU team. Like they were clearly like the huge favorite and they were going to win. So you could kind of really play some, some strategy with that. But here it's like anybody could pick anybody like who, who knows. So it's going to be really interesting to see what everybody comes up with. John, you've scored with this contest again. Like it's the setup is brilliant. Like it's, it's just great that every year we have a really good dogfight for the national championship. It really comes down to that final game every time. Like it's, it's fantastic. It's great to see so many people in the mix here and, and it's just a phenomenal system. Um, so yeah, it's one of my favorite ones because there's a lot of strategy to the play, the, the selection of like where you want to put the points and like how aggressive you want to be. And then towards the end, like if you're behind, like it's okay. Maybe I need to, take a few more upsets or be, you know, move some things around that maybe you really didn't want to do before. Like I had not planned to take Wyoming at 40 points, but I kind of like <laughs> forced my hand with some of my, my earlier picks. So I was like, yeah. all right, I got, I just got to do this here and we'll, we'll see what happens. And thankfully they ended up coming through right at the end. Like that I was, very, very that was tense. That was tense. Yeah. Like 15 to six or something like that. Yep. Yeah, and they couldn't do anything for the longest time. Oh. Craig Cole punting on fourth and one from like the 50 in his last game. Like, dude, like, what do you what do you got to lose? I mean, it's literally <laughs> the last game of your career, and you're yeah. punting on fourth and one. But oh, yeah, yeah, no, the it's it's a great pool. Like, some of the people I noticed, they don't do anything in terms of the strategy. They just go, they pick every single game in order from one to 43. Like, and those people usually never win because there's you have to have an element of moving your picks around accordingly to like the odds and versus what everybody else is doing. So, so you know what you're saying is they just make their picks on like December 15th and they don't touch them. Yep, oh, that's exactly. tricky. That's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're right, John. Like sometimes you see so what you're doing, what I'm doing and I'm trying to like, as you go through that, you're trying to ride like where the wave is if you're doing well. And if you're not, then you try to, you try to play the black hat with well, you try to wear the black hat with relish, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Or it's kind of coming down to the end and, you know, I usually save a few low point values for kind of upset picks because then if everyone's on one side towards the end, like they're going to have a, like larger point values on the, on the game. So if you win, like you're really going to gain on people because they're going to lose a lot of their, their projected points. I did that with the Auburn Maryland game 
Um, I had Maryland and a lot of people had Auburn with a high um, confidence value. And that, that definitely helped me a lot. Are you raising your hand? Yeah. <laughs> dumb, dumb. I would rather have just forfeited the game at that point. <laughs> yeah, Stupid that Auburn. Rough. That was rough. <laughs> the Hugh Freeze is just like something. He's a good coach, but there's some games where it just the team doesn't show up. It's yeah, just, it's just bizarre. It's unbelievable. Like these guys are playing all their backups. It's like right, yeah. People. Maryland Talia uh, Tagovailoa wasn't in. Although I will say this Billy Edwards guy looked pretty good. So he's probably their quarterback. I'm guessing he's their quarterback next year. Like he he looked decent. Yeah. Uh, but you know, all in all, I'm pretty happy. I'm very happy with how it went. Like I. I told you about the system I was going to utilize. I didn't mention what it was yet at that point. I'll tell you what it was now. Like I literally yeah. just picked every game progressively more and more points. I started with one point, and the next game was two points and three points and four. It was a very unusual system. I'm very happy with how it turned out. Like Because it eliminated one of the variables for me, of the how many points do I assign to this game variable. So then it just amounted to do I ride the wave? Do I, do, do I do fade the wave? Do I just roll with it? And generally, I was siding with the, the 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 favorites a lot of the time. I made two critical mistakes. One, and I told you about this in text, but and we said this when the game when we were previewing the game, we had no idea who was going to win the Rice Texas State game. Oh yeah, God, that was <laughs> dumb, dumb. Why would I take Rice? Just stupid. I overthought that one for sure. Yeah, I ended up going with Texas State there for one reason and one reason only. I watched the UConn Huskies beat Rice <laughs> this year. And that was good enough reason for me to go with Texas State. <laughs> That's great. That's but you got to use all the intel you have, though. These are all important. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it's really great. But the one that I probably am the most disappointed in was taking Mount Miami, just because of the simple idea that I had to root for Cristobal. I hate that guy. I I'm I'll never do that. I mean, I would say that I'd never do that again. We're gonna find out next year, but. <laughs> If he's even there, I don't even think he's going to be in yeah. Miami next no, year. He'll be there. He'll be there next year. He'll be there. Year. Okay, right. All right. Like, you cannot trust him at all, and especially the locale of the game. Like, I think those kids from Miami wanted to go play like in the cold. Yeah. In you know, in New York City, in the elements. That's what got me on the SMU pick, and I should have never gone that high on SMU and Boston College. I mean, that was just such a brutal day. Otherwise, yeah. pouring rain and cold. Yeah. Like, and they did have a lead, and they they could have. So I'm not going to say they they completely didn't show up. But once it kind of snowballed, like against them, they just no, they 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 couldn't handle it. So um, they, they, oh, go ahead, go keep going. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm... No, I was gonna say like they had a touchdown pass that was like dropped that would put them up ten points, mm-hmm. and then from that second on, they just didn't do anything the rest of the game. I had that at like thirty nine points, I believe. Yeah, I had it for a ton of points too. But the one thing I was thinking about with that game is that one, how can you trust the ACC this year? part one right but part two boston college looked god awful in some of those games like i remember oh yeah the, yeah you know the, the, the spread was legitimate like yeah smu really should have just dominated them but i think it was just a combination of things where it just <laughs> boston college got on a roll and that was the end of it yeah um and then the other high pick i got wrong was um iowa state and memphis that was wild another another coach i matt campbell like he is terrible like he does not he's yeah. For all that, look at the talent that's in the NFL right now, like Brock Purdy and Brees Hall and <laughs> um, <true. laughs> the Kohler, the tight end. Like, they had so many guys in the NFL, yeah. and they couldn't win more than, like, eight games with it. Like, he he sucks as a coach. Oh, and I should have seen it. I should have seen it coming. They were playing in Liberty's home stadium, and I just figured, oh, I'm not sorry, in Memphis's home stadium at the Liberty Bowl. Right. 
And I just figured, oh, well, the spread is like 10 here. Like somebody knows something, but this should not be a 10 point spread. It should be like a three point spread or a four point spread. And it just, it just tricked me into taking, thinking that Memphis was, uh, Iowa State was going to beat them bad. And, you know, they just, they sucked right from the start. So those are the two games that I, high ones that I regret and that I lost on everything else I, yeah. I did well on. For the, the high picks, I certainly had some losers, you know, down the board. Oh, yeah. Like Iowa. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's well too. Uh, <laughs> I I can kind of see where you're coming from. They weren't starting their starter. Tennessee weren't starting their starting quarterback, right? Right. I figured they weren't going to score that much. And to be honest, no, they didn't I really. figured it was going to be the typical yeah. Iowa 13 to 10 game. Yeah. But it did not work I, out. And Iowa's won the Bulls too with that with that system. So it it's completely understandable. Um, it's a good time to do it. But uh, just clearly did not work out, and uh, you know, I, can we talk about how Tennessee was trying to get that last touchdown at the end of the game? I was <laughs> furious. I mean, yeah, what are they doing? Like Coach Heupel had what twenty grand on the over or something? Like, what are you doing? It, it's got to be the only reason he would do something like that. Like ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, Iowa's defense held at the end. Yeah. That's a great defense. You know, it's this moments like this where you realize how good their defense really is. I mean, yeah, 35 minutes, sure. But honestly, they would have lost like 59 to 13 if they had a regular defense. Their defense is really good this year. Like, it's, Yeah, it's just a shame that they were down to that guy at quarterback. I mean, I don't know what yeah. would have happened if um, uh, Cade McNamara didn't get hurt, but I guess we'll never yeah. we'll never know. But thank God this, we've seen the last of Brian Ferentz in his, in his offense. Yeah. <laughs> Just like at some point, like your defense is just going to wear down if you're on the field the entire yeah. time. So it's completely reasonable. Yeah, I think they Tennessee had a couple like they had. A, I know they had a pick six, and I think they had a, a another touchdown set up by like a, a fumble. So their defense probably really only gave up like uh, three touchdowns, like twenty one. Usually that's pretty good in a college football game, you know. But Iowa is just there's no chance. Shut out and back to back games to end your season like that is just miserable. Yeah, you're right. Like I, I was like, you know, the team total for I was a whopping thirteen and a half. I did think about it. I was like, I should have gone up there on that. That would have been. I, mean, good, I even right? said it. Like they, <laughs> they're gonna if they're gonna win, it was gonna be like thirteen to ten. I should have should have gone under on that. But yeah, and what might have been? Yeah, but I got the under in the game, so that worked. Still worked out fine. Yeah. But, um, so the home field factor, you know, wound up being a theme this year. And the reason why I didn't ride it more is because stupid New Mexico State getting their ass kicked. Oh. Just that stuff. was rough. It really was. Again, it threw me off for the rest of the bowl season. I'm like, well, maybe I could pick the home team, but they might lose. Blah blah blah. And the rest of the bowl season. Yeah, the there was team. something going on there because uh, the Jerry Kill resigned like shortly after that game. Yeah, I kind of wonder about that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was. I mean, he's, he's had a lot of health issues, so maybe those started flaring up again. But yeah, he he resigned. So now they have. Um, I believe Tony Sanchez, who used to coach UNLV, and they UNLV was a disaster when he was there. So I'm not expecting anything out of New Mexico State going forward. But yeah, there was clearly something going on with with Coach Kill, and yeah. you know it, it it affected the the game. But yeah, that was a that was a high one that I missed as well. I think I had that like points. Yeah, but some of the home team team home hometown teams that were home teams that basically won their games. Air Force, good example. Air Armed Forces Bowl. Yes. More or less. And then you had uh, essentially USC because the Holiday Bowl has kind of been their secondary home after the Coliseum. It's been and, and the Rose Bowl. But, uh, you know, boy, what a 
remarkable come did we talk about the no we didn't this is our first podcast i don't think we did i ended up taking usc like wow i, I did call. i was low again it was low confidence because yeah. i figured everyone was going to be on louisville so I, I only did like 10 points on it so it was whatever if i lost but yeah i was pleasantly surprised like um miller the quarterback like what a what a performance six touchdowns for miller moss amazing stuff yeah yeah is he gonna be the starter next year like he's got to throw his hat in the ring now i have a question um, I mean, it depends on where. If I'm assuming Caleb's going to the transfer portal at this point, or somewhere. Oh, he's, he's going whatever. to the draft. Yeah, I yeah, think, I yeah. think. So there was a, like, a story about a guy that USC had transferring to another school. Maybe this is the guy. Maybe it is going to be Miller Moss. You know, and then the people are getting ripping USC. Why didn't you get after? I forgot who it was. Like there was another quarterback. Like why didn't you get after that guy? I'm like, apparently they already figured this out. Yeah, I mean, everyone's in the portal. It's crazy, Yeah, all the quarterback movement. But, yeah, no, he, he looked really good. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they don't get, like, who they were targeting, I think I think they got something. I don't know I don't know if they had, like, a five-star freshman or something coming in, but he, yeah. he, looked, he looked fantastic. Um, yeah, so let me just run down this theme, just continue the theme. Boston College, Rutgers, all win their home games. Um, let me keep going. I think there's more. I mentioned uh, Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, Memphis. Um Let's see. Anybody else? Uh, these are pretty good choice. Yeah, those are pretty big ones, though. Um, yeah, just all in all, really, really good showing by the people who had that. Oh, UCLA. UCLA, like the first day of the bowl season. Yeah, that's right. You were there. I was yeah. in the building. Hopefully you forget. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Texas A&M didn't win theirs. Okay, that's yeah, that's that's another one that didn't come through. But honestly, Kind of liked Oklahoma State anyway. I thought that just felt... yeah. I had Oklahoma State too. Yeah. yeah, there was just too many defections yeah. and opt outs and whatever for mm-hmm. for A and M and and Gundy is usually good in bulls, so that was that was a good pick. Yeah. Um, sorry that your boy Mac Brown didn't get the mail this year, but West Virginia was too good. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm happy. I won the pick <laughs> with West Virginia, but yeah, no, no yeah. mail. <laughs> I gotta give it to Virginia Tech too. Like I I had yes. I had vibes of that. Like they had a nice finish of the year. Good for them. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You you could we kind of identified the teams that like you knew wanted to be there and were motivated to win a bowl game. Virginia Tech was definitely one of them. And they and they showed it. Quite an exciting time. Um another one I really loved, Missouri. And it was yes. it was tense too because there was like no score for a while. It was like or it's just three nothing for a very long time. Uh but Yep. And they finally broke through in the end, thankfully. But yeah. Yeah, no, Missouri is going to be a hot team as a, as a pick next year to make the college football playoff. Now, yeah. especially since it's up to 12 teams. Yeah. Um, you know, they have a lot of players returning, and I guess they've done very, very well in terms of, like, the transfer portal. So, Missouri is going to be a trending a trending pick to, to make it into 12 teams next year. Yeah. Um, let's go back to the rest of the New Year's Six. I mean, we could talk about Notre Dame just crushing Oregon State. I give them a lot of credit, to be fair, because, like, you can, you can let up a game like that. Yeah, that was their depth really just showing out versus yeah. because both sides had had a lot of players not playing. Well, or Oregon State's backups were not very good. Well, Notre Dame still had some pretty good players, and that was that was the difference. Oh, hundred without yeah, and and the, I re, and we all were familiar with how good Notre Dame had played defensively all year long too. So right. it just figured like Oregon State was going to barely score anything, and they were, right. they must feel fortunate to even get the eight. Like I don't even. They were, they did yeah, that, not... that busted the under. Like, I don't know how that game went over, but <laughs> that, that was, that was a bad beat. That, oh, that yeah. Ended up... 
that's true it was like it was like maybe seven minutes left it was like way under the the total yeah it was, yeah there was there was like they needed like 17 points in the last i don't know how many minutes and they ended up getting it with that yeah notre dame like had a drive that went quick and then oregon state got that garbage touchdown but yeah i'll go um florida i mean georgia just, just annihilated I mean, what else can you say yeah i mean there's nothing <laughs> the, the florida state's whole team wasn't there so yeah. whatever yeah, I, I mean, people like going, well, they shouldn't have been that. So that's what the team you wanted in the playoffs. Like that team was not in the not in the game. Nobody from that te- actual regular roster was playing in the game. It was just right. like that was they yeah, they but, packed it in. Like nobody. Right. It's yeah, just, it was almost like a protest that they just because they right. just didn't. It's like because the committee said, okay, well, your your entire season was essentially meaningless. So like, who cares about this game? Like, why would you play in that game? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I can't blame them, but ended up making it. So it was like probably the easiest bet ever, like that Georgia was just going to destroy them, yeah. but didn't make it any less fun to watch. It's just a waste of everyone's time. Honestly, honestly, it's like, why are we even playing that? It's, it was a pointless game. Orange Bowl has been known for a lot of these shitty games. Like, it's yeah. just funny how that yep. happens. Um, yep. Anytime you get the ACC in there, it's, it's a, it's a potential for, for a lot of bullshit. Oh, so much so, so much so. Um, I didn't have the confidence to take the um the the, the take to take to lay the points, but I'd love the over for that same exact reason. Yes. And yep. Never. And never, they had it at halftime. They had the over at halftime. Like it was never a game. Um, love that no sweat bet when it's like you're just at the over at halftime. Like what can be better than that? Yeah, it's great. It was great. Good times. Um. So and like again, another case of me just not playing using my brain rather than my heart and it costs me actually this time because Ole Miss looked great what I did not compute looking at that game was the home field basically the home field advantage they were going to have I didn't really think about that I should have like it's almost all Ole Miss fans in the building like it was a really Mm -hmm. really great and my boy Jackson Dart like former USC quarterback it's great to see so Way yeah, that was a tough one. I ended yeah. up going with Penn State, and I, I regret taking that one. That was one another pick that I just – I don't know. I felt like Ole Miss wasn't as great as as they could have been or as great as their record indicated. Yeah. But at the same time, Penn State really wasn't either because the Big Ten is pretty shitty outside of, outside of Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. So, um, I don't know. I just figured Penn State would, would kind of – like Michigan did, just – on the line of scrimmage, um, you know, be more effective and their defense slow down the Ole Miss offense enough. And I, I was wrong. I mean, Ole Miss just really, really played well. And, and uh, Penn State continued to struggle yeah. uh, on offense, especially Drew Aller. I, I don't know what they're doing, if he's going to be the starter next year. Like, I don't think they can win a championship. So. No, they have, they continue to have problems with that. Like, Clifford wasn't much better when they had him. Mm-hmm. And well, it's the same. It's the, it's the typical Penn State thing. Like, they, yeah beat up on the weak teams and then when they play a real team like they just can't get it done so i have to make that mental <sighs> note again and like force ourselves to not take penn state yeah you and me both i mean i but i will say penn state had a really good bowl record going into that game they were doing pretty well yeah. in bowls. like it's yeah i just way underestimated jack uh, old mrs defense or I overestimated mm-hmm. penn state's offense once well, one of those because like and i also probably overestimated i really overestimated the penn state defense it wasn't that good because yes they, yeah, no sure, like when you're playing like Minnesota and Iowa and Wisconsin, <laughs> like your defense is going to look pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so, but get, I, I'm happy for Ole Miss. 
I'll not I'll remember not to make that mistake again. Like, gosh. You know, athletic team versus Penn State. Yeah, let's let's go with the athletic team next time. Like we'll we'll do that. Exactly. Um all right. So um Oregon Liberty does not even talk about that game. That was useless. Yeah, whatever. Got just, nothing out of that. It was one. like the it was like the um Florida State Georgia game. Like you knew what was gonna happen. So all right, yeah. next. Like Liberty went up six nothing. Good for you. Like now it's <laughs> now it's time to really play football. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But I tell well, you before what. Before we get to like the last game now, the big question is what did you think of the Pop Tart Bowl and the whole scenario at the end of the game? I thought it was hilarious. Like, please give me more food sponsoring bowls. Like, that was just fantastic. That was the Pop Tart Bowl is one of my personal favorite bowls from a presentation <laughs> standpoint. Yes. That Pop Tart. The, the, the huge toaster with the guy coming out of it. And like, <laughs> oh, I loved it. The pop tart was the star of the show. Forget the teams. Like, I know, the... like he was dancing with the ref, and like he was doing something with the security yeah, guard. Yeah. Like, it was hilarious. Like making the make the pop tarts bowl a New Year's Six bowl, please. Yeah. Like, we got the pop tart bowl. You know, I would <laughs> gladly dump the Fiesta bowl or the Orange bowl for the pop tart bowl. Like I'm, oh, yeah, I'm all absolutely. about it. So much better. Like, I thought it was great. And then like they, you know, they played it like the the mascot was edible, but of course, like you're not gonna eat a real guy. So, but it was pretty impressive how like they choreographed it. So he goes down into the toaster, mm -hmm. and then the actual big pop tart that you can eat like pops out of the side, wow. and the whole team is just eating the pop tart. Oh, you didn't see the video? <laughs> I don't it's think I saw crazy. that. No, I, I was. Yeah, I, there was a lot going on that day. But oh man, I gotta... oh yeah, no. By all means, yeah, check out the video. It's okay, crazy. he goes down into the toaster like mm -hmm. waving by, and then an actual baked like massive pop tart pops out of the side and then the whole Kansas state team goes over and it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I can look this up. Like this is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, imagine trying to explain that to like a, someone like a foreigner, like, you know, that doesn't understand football or anything. And like, you're trying to explain okay. to them college football. It's like, all right, watch this video of this pop tart going into a toaster. Like it's just hilarious. Okay, we gotta take a look at this. Let me just weed out this ad first, but um during your pregnancy. This is great, John. Thank you for mentioning this. Oh shoot! Oh no, I'm on the wrong browser. Okay, hold on. I put it on the wrong browser. Um over here. Let me go put this over here. Sorry about that. Let's go back over here for a second while I sort this out. But um that's as good as it gets. Whoever designed the the yeah, great marketing, the the whoever planned it. Fantastic. That's oh. why I said we need more food to sponsor bowl games. Like, who cares about like some home insurance? Like, that's not going to get anybody. To... Yeah, here we go. Here we go. This looks great. I love this song too. <laughs> this is great. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, there he goes, right into the toaster. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, or the person is under that parp tart, gonna have a career. He deserves a raise. Whoever oh, it was. All right. So now here's the team waiting for. Okay. It. Okay. And and here it comes. Nice. Yep, big pop there we go. <laughs> they're all... Now they're gonna go. Now they're gonna go eat it. Oh, yep. I love it. Oh, that's great. That is so cool. Oh man, thank you for mentioning that. I got. I'm kind of mad I missed that. Like that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was awesome. So yeah, they, they need they need more more food sponsoring bowl games. That's that's my yeah, I I agree. My, my decree. I um the pot the cheeses bowl which was a very very good is that the one with the LSU? I think it was. It was a very good game. I'm trying to remember now. I can't remember, but I don't know. No, I think that was the 
No, the Cheese It Bowl was Iowa Tennessee, unfortunately. Okay, um, shitty game. Iowa Tennessee. But... Yeah, but shitty game. But Cheese It's sure. I uh, love the coach getting dumped with the Cheese It. Yes, <laughs> so stupid. I love it so much. Of all things to be dumped with, like, <laughs> would you rather be dumped with? Would you rather be dumped with the Cheese Its? Have the edible Pop Tart dumped with the mayo? Yeah. Um, the potato bowl does they dump them with french fries and then I saw the scooters coffee they dumped them with scooters coffee on that game too. oh man um, <laughs> yeah out of all those I'll take the Cheez-Its to get dumped on yeah I, those are my choices if you're a coach you gotta go cheese it no question yeah yeah no question yeah. Um, but yeah just all you put it all together it was just it was a great bowl season like I never mean, saying that it was a great bowl season last year but this is even better like a lot of good games like really fun ones um Oh yeah, it was it was great to watch. Like I think I watched basically all of them in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, had wagers on all of them in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like I just you know I just hope that they can do something to kind of make some of these more meaningful in terms of like all the the players playing. Um, like imagine how good some of these games would have been if each team was full strength. Yeah. You know, we yeah. still had a great bowl season even without that. So. Um, we'll we'll see where it goes next year with you know with the playoffs because I don't know if they're going to be getting rid of some bowl games um, obviously because more teams are going to be qualifying for the twelve team playoff so yep um, I guess we'll see by the springtime what the what the bowl schedule looks like but I, I hope it doesn't go away because we get fun fun moments like this and just a lot of college football to watch yeah. during the holidays which is which is awesome yeah and that's and that's really what it boils down to is like in the end of the day. Only maybe half a dozen teams can ever actually win a national championship. Right. From, you know, like on a regular basis. So, like, why are we putting so much work into making a playoff when you know that only six teams can make it there anyway, like to the title game? Like, I think that's why the Bulls, Bulls were great for a long time because it gave mm-hmm. everybody something to play for. I think we're losing, we're losing sight of that as a sport. Not we, but the day are losing sight of that as a sport. I feel like they need to get back to that in some level, and hopefully they will. Because, like, like you said, it's like there's a lot of pageantry that's involved. That's a lot of fun. Like, we can enjoy the little things. Yeah, like only only six teams can make the championship, but everybody can want to eat the edible pop tart. Like, yes, come on, like this is this is great. <laughs> yeah, just phenomenal. Big time props to the pop tart bowl. Like, in terms of presentation. What would you say was the worst of those bowls? Like, they're all had like really fun things, like the Gronk Bowl. Like, I called it the Gronk Bowl, but it's the LA Bowl. Yeah, some of them that, like I said, that are just like they're sponsored by like insurance companies, or, <laughs> uh, like yeah. lo- logistics solutions. Like, I think I heard <laughs> one of those. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, no one even knows what your company does. Like, yeah. Just because you might Google it for a half second doesn't mean anything. Like, you need to have like some kind of people talking about it on social media and like brand activation, which is. I could not, you couldn't go buy a post on like my Twitter feed without someone showing that Pop-Tart video or making like a meme on it. That's what you want want when like you're, you're sponsoring a bowl game. It's funny because like once I saw the Pop-Tart doing his thing, I was like, this is going to be a gift for years to come. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) He was having the time of his life. Like give that guy a raise. (laughs) 100%, 100%. Um, this has been a really lot of fun. Oh yeah, let's do one more game. So we're gonna look ahead to the championship. I think we're both already kind of we already both made our predictions already. But Washington, Michigan, what a matchup! Like this is really great. Oof, this is tough. Like I, I don't I don't know honestly, Dave. Like I, and not just because like we're in the same contest and I don't want to give away my my pick. Um, I, this is a tough game. Like 
what both teams are very well coached. Mm-hmm. Obviously we talked about Washington and their dynamic offense. You know, the question will be, can that work against the Michigan defense? And if it can, they very much have a chance to win. Um, you know, I think Wash, uh, Michigan's going to win the line of scrimmage again. I think they're going to be able to run on Washington. But if Penix is able to be successful and make those downfield throws, I think they're very much alive in this game. Um, you know, I will say with the spread, it's very tempting mm. to take Washington uh, plus, I think it's four and a half now, just because you feel like it'll be another close game. Um, in terms of who's going to win, I don't know. But I would probably lean with lean Washington with the spread. That would be my my choice at the moment. Solid call. I don't think there is a wrong. There, there's no. There's no bad call here. Like you, you can definitely see a case. You can make a case for either team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of the best matchups we've had from that standpoint in a very long time. Like, and uh, I think it'll be a good game. You're right. It should be a one score game. Could be wrong. I mean, it is college football after all. But, um, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much. I don't. I don't think I'm giving away too much because we all know where I am in the standings and in the bull mania. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take Washington. Yeah. But I feel good about it. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And I, we'll see. Like, is everyone else going to take Washington? I don't know. That's that's the fun of it. Like, I don't. It's like you. It's like all right. Well, he knows that I'm doing this, but then if I do this, and if he doesn't know that, like, it's just like you can get yourself it like all into some permutations of like mind bending. You know what you're going to do. It's, it's crazy. There's no doubt about it. And there's, there's there's two things in play. It's not just like what you think. You have to evaluate not just what people in general would pick, would pick like straight up, but what our specific group would pick straight up. I think that if right. I was in a different group, more people would have picked Miami for that game against Rutgers. But in our group, we're much closer to Rutgers. We know more about them, just right. for a lot of different reasons. Like, but yeah, honestly, I was I was surprised when I saw the the picks for the Texas Washington game. Mm-hmm. I honestly was surprised at the top like five people took Washington. Yeah, totally. I was expecting a couple Texas picks. Totally, totally. I felt the same. Like I'm like, wow, like wow. I guess yeah, we were same. all the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a, it. Says a lot about our group, though. Like our our people, our mm-hmm. group has is really been on the ball, like following yeah, the sport. Very, very uh, knowledgeable that the the top players in this group this year. Yeah. Um, we're getting down to the end of it with the, or maybe it's already over. Like, how did everything go in your NFL pool? It's down to four people. Okay, okay. So we're they're, they're still going. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a lot. No one, no one uh, that we know personally, unfortunately, is still uh, okay. Is still in. I mean, people that I know personally are, are still in, but no one that like you would know personally is still in the mix. So okay. That's how it goes. That's the the way the the matchups break. And yeah, they're they're still battling it out for this week. And then I do the wild card weekends, the final week. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's going to be fun. John, this has been so much fun to, 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 to do to, to tonight. Thank you again for joining in. Happy new year. Here's to the best for the Packers and the rest of the, the rest of your scenarios. Absolutely. Yeah. Good luck to you, Dave, with the final pick next week. And, Thanks. um, you know, maybe we'll see, we could, we could, uh, do a brief recap of that and we'll have the NFL wildcard matchups to go through if we wanted to do another hour next week. So I'm good we'll for it. To, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Sounds like a plan. All right, John. Yeah, until then, then, in that case, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the games. There's going to be a lot of good games this weekend. Yeah, you too, Dave. See ya. See ya. Bye. John and Connecticut folks, that was a fun That was a fun one tonight. But good times. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Um, well, we're not live tonight, so obviously, if you missed any part of it, you can just rewind this VOD. Um, 
I'm sorry that the live feed couldn't go. I'm mystified. I don't know what it is. We'll have to investigate that later. But uh, if you are listening to this podcast, you can also catch me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Davies Eating a Sandwich, where I stream regularly, typically interviews, um, non-sports interviews, and I also do gaming there and, and music as well. So um, it's been a blast. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great rest of your evening or day, and we'll see you next time.